Hello, I'm Josh Greeney with another Afropop close-up available when you subscribe to the Afropop Worldwide podcast and in the podcast section at afropop.org. Today, we introduce you to a fascinating young voice in South Africa, a woman who also finds herself in the center of a major public debate and social movement happening right now in her country. This episode, Fees Must Fall, a voice of change in South Africa, hosted by producer Sarah Jeledi. So let me introduce you to Gigi Lemayne. But my real name is Genesis Gabriella Tina Manny. I'm a 21-year-old student from Wits University. She may sound like any normal college student. She's anything but. Um, I grew up in the south of Johannesburg to a Zulu mom and what we call colored dad. I do rap music. <laughs> Right now, she's one of South Africa's hottest MCs, a four-time South African hip-hop awards winner, which all seems remarkable for just a 21-year-old. You find me cooking rhymes in the kitchen. Stew type of vibe, you don't know what you're missing. This song, Ice Cream, is one of her most popular with well over 150,000 hits on YouTube. Listening to the lyrics, it sounds like a standard South African hip-hop affair. Fun, light, and full of sexual innuendo. This is a lot of what's heard on South African airwaves, so you would think everything is cool in Rainbow Nation. The reality is much different. On April 4th, 2016, protests broke out at Gigi Lemayne's alma mater. It's been a regular story over the past eight months. And this leads our bulletin. Wits University has been rocked by a fresh wave of protests, which saw an empty lecture hall being set alight. Yeah, something did happen at my university on Monday. The Fees Must Fall movement, we're calling it 2.0 because um, it started again, but it's basically for, for students like myself who've struggled to make it through university because of uh, financial constraints. And obviously it's dug into a whole lot of undertones from where we're from and why we feel education is important. Okay, let's rewind a bit for a little backstory. Last October, Wits University, one of South Africa's largest universities, announced it would increase its tuition fees by 10.5%. Many other South African universities followed in suit. Students were outraged. I was one of the front runners for the movement. Um, I've been very vocal on social media. Um, but I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. 
Using the hashtag FeesMustFall, students quickly mobilized, staging widespread college protests. Exams were canceled and lecture halls shut down. There were even some violent clashes with the police. It got so bad that on October 23rd, South Africa's president, Jacob Zuma, made an announcement. On the matter at hand, we agreed that there will be a zero increase of university fees in 2016. Gigi Lemayne and her student comrades were victorious. Well, at least temporarily. They're commonly referred to as South Africa's born freeze. Yo, and I was like born 1994, like the year. 1994 is the year apartheid officially ended. That's why they're called born freeze, because they have no direct memory or association to South Africa's brutal past. Yo, what being a born free means to me, I think people often presume that there isn't a struggle. The reality is our parents, because we are free, free, um, <laughs> our parents think that everything is equal and it isn't. But I think it's also just to fix the inequalities or unravel the problems that were sort of like hidden by the idea of humanism and you know we can all be one and equal and because that's not a reality i don't believe that that exists i believe people can be equal and different and we acknowledge each other like the students who protest white black indian there's a whole lot of us but we acknowledge the fact that we're not from the same background and i think with born freeze there's almost this idea that we all need to think that we're equal and we have a level playing field and that's not true According to a 2015 study by the South African Institute of Race Relations, 75% of Gigi's female black African fellows are unemployed. Among her white counterparts, it's only 17%. Also, black South Africans account for only 16% of all the students currently enrolled. Whites account for 56%. And of that small black population in college, only 50% are likely to graduate at all. Our parents seem to think that just because you go into a varsity and there's a building, physical building and a structure, that means you'll stay there. Most black children are expecting to drop out at some point because they can't pay for it. I think the point where I decided to join the movement was definitely when my mom was just looking at an invoice and she's like, I'm not going to be able to pay this by June. And I haven't even finished paying off for last year. Gigi was raised by her single mother, who's a nurse. There's some people who are like, have paid for the whole program, you know, for three, four years. And there you are struggling to get backing from the people in power. And I remember I once said, and it sparked such a debate in my sociology class at WITS, I said, I just feel like capitalism is the legalized form of colonialism. And, you know, some people felt, okay, yes, but no, no, but yes, you know, yes, we totally agree, no, we don't agree. But it's definitely manifesting and it just so happens that majority of people in power are financial power, are white. Gigi Lemayne graduated at the top of her class, earning four distinctions and dual degrees in media and anthropology. It's hard to imagine that she was once at risk of not completing her education, but Gigi has seen worse. There was a, a student and we met in the corridors of the main campus he was on the phone and he was crying and he was hysterical and this was after hours. He had sat down on the floor and he was just crying, you know, and obviously it was unusual to me and I went to him, what's going on? He was like, you know what, 
My mom's a domestic worker. I'm in my fifth year of medicine. And I've just been excluded by NSWAS. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I applied and, you know, they denied me that. And I don't understand because I'm, I'm almost done. I just wanted to finish. On the day of Gigi's graduation, she wanted to make a statement. So she dropped a bomb. A metaphorical hip-hop bomb, of course. What kind of freedom is to be what you really are? You trade in your reality for a role. You trade in your sense for an act. You give up your ability to feel and in exchange put on a mask. There can't be any large-scale revolution until there's a personal revolution. On an individual level, it's got to happen inside first. song dropped my mom was a bit worried about my safety <laughs> more than anything else you know just feeling like what if you disappear what if they try to silence you what if your music career doesn't work out and you know just a whole lot of things and I keep reiterating that it's nothing to do with mainstream politics it's nothing to do with the parties or, or anything it's more people at the grassroots level have a problem with something that they feel is a basic need with Gigi Lemayne's song, Fees Will Fall, she now joins a legacy of South African freedom fighter musicians. But she also can't help but recognize another cruel irony to her born-free situation. She's the only born-free musician she knows of willing to sing about social injustice. 
I don't think enough of our artists are even trying to write struggle songs, new age struggle songs. We don't have Mary Magellas, we don't have Dorothy Masugas, we don't have Hugh Masigelas. And we're not under threat. We don't have to go into exile, so why aren't we trying to do this? Instead, old protest songs like this are being used to fuel the movement. This anti-apartheid song from the 1950s, Sensei Nina, translates to, our sin is that we're black. For some reason, you become so uncool when you decide to do Fees or Fall. There's almost this, why are you touching on that? There was a particular hip-hop artist who said, oh, racism is so throwback, can we get over it already? This is a young black boy. It's quite sad, you know, that people were willing to risk their lives back then to get a message across. And we have a free say, we can do it openly, and we're just deciding not to. In terms of the fees must fall movement, she doesn't see an easy solution and believes things may become uglier in the future. There could even be bloodshed. My premonition is that they're definitely going to listen, but I'm worried about the costs. Do we need to have a riot again, like 1976, where we clash with the police and people are killed? Do we have to burn buildings, which is the last thing. I mean, everybody has agreed that we will not burn buildings during the protests. You know, would we have to cause damaged streetlights or take buses down to Ngandla and protest outside? <laughs> what are the costs? But it will happen and we're just worried that we have to keep provoking and provoking and provoking until there's almost a national outcry. And unfortunately, there's only a national outcry when there's bloodshed. And that's the reality in the post-colony. Obviously, giving black South Africans access to education is not the same as overthrowing apartheid. But protest music is always a response to a need, and it always meets resistance. Time will tell whether DG Lemayne is the leading edge of a new protest movement, or a lone voice in the crowd. But one thing's for sure, hers is a voice people are listening to, and that's how change begins in all times and places, with people listening. This is what feminist freedom would really sound like A cross breeze between music and zones of twilight Marching as the queen of her past life A dream in the dark night Fears so she left right, left right March a pilgrimage on She is Gigi the dog Griselda was born Stop the Armageddon I call to the right is left Keep your words in check We need to save them for they fail their tests no lazy mind ever saved the universe. No unlearned life ever packed the funeral. So wait, never let them broad tell you what to do. Saints will say beauty is far, but talent is you. This Afropop close-up was made possible by a grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities. But to keep this series going, we need your support. If you like reports like this and want to hear more, visit afropop.org and make a donation. Every dollar counts. And while you're there, definitely check out Gigi Lemayne's music video of Fees Will Fall. And share it with your friends. Simon Rettner produced this episode. For Afropop Worldwide, I'm Sarah Gilletti. The beginning of a story, Genesis, you're a dream unfolding.